Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk today about these Barnum statements people believe are so important. They imagine they have these constitutional rights to freedom and all this stuff the Supreme Court does and uh, commerce clause, equal protection, all this stupid shit they imagine in their head has all these specific meanings and how they think the legal system will create justice and just show you a very, very down-to-earth example of why that's never going to happen and it's just a fantasy anyway. It can never happen. Now, for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years. I've been seeing this kind of upside-down thinking the whole time. And I'm America's most trusted lawyer and have been since even before this election. But I'm looking forward to seeing what happens to my ratings while Joe Biden's uh, president. (laughs) All right, enough fooling around. Let's get to the show. So I thought I'd talk today and try to give people a clear understanding of what the law really is, because people really imagine it's this fantastic thing that works and that they're trying so hard, they're going to get us justice. And it's, it's just such a complete and total load of shit. But people have no idea what actually goes on in a court case. I see people all the time commenting. I don't care if they're experts, so-called experts, pundits, anything else. They imagine it's going to, quote, go to the courts and the courts will decide. And that, therefore, they think whatever is justice will then be accomplished. It's just a complete fantasy. I've made podcast after podcast where I show people that Look, all these things in the law, they're all just made up Barnum statements. A Barnum statement is nothing but a statement that sounds like it has a very specific meaning, but in fact, it only has a very specific meaning to you, and then you can't get agreement about what the meaning of the thing is. Freedom, liberty, justice, all those things are just Barnum statements. They're just nonsense. They sound like something because you and your mind know what you think freedom is for you. But there's no real agreement about any of this. And that's why politics is a hopeless thing over this many people. You can never have a government over this many people. You'll never get agreement. And the law is the same kind of thing. It's just full of all these ridiculous Barnum statements, like something is admissible into evidence. Okay, well, there's a rule that says what it is that has to happen before you can get something in. But in large amounts of situations, there's a disagreement about whether something fits the rules. And of course, that's what a lawsuit is, just a huge amount of arguing about little details. Did the evidence persuade somebody? Well, what does it even mean to persuade somebody? What The amount of evidence that persuades you is completely different than the amount of evidence that might persuade somebody else. And this ridiculous charade going on with this election fraud is just such a great example of it. The Supreme Court tossed the suit by Texas, I guess, last Friday at night or something. And I learned about it over the weekend. And I just laughed my ass off because anybody who listens to my podcast knows that things like standing, which is what they use to toss it on, is just a made-up thing. It's just a made-up way for the government to control people. And, it's, and it sounds very important. Like, well, standing. Well, of course, Texas has standing, has an interest in the outcome of the lawsuit because of other states. Well, You just saw that you can't get agreement about what the standing even is to bring the lawsuit in the first place. (laughs) And so what I want to do is give an analogy because I watch watch football and I like it. I like college more than uh, pro, but this year's kind of sucked because there's nobody in the stands. And the whole thing's a joke. 
And I get it. I get it. Everybody, oh, sports is just a waste of time. It's bullshit. Well, look, politics is a waste of time. Pretty much following everything ultimately is a, quote, waste of time, depending on how you want to define waste of time. Waste of time is simply another Barnum statement. One man's waste of time on an activity is another man's obsession. It's a classic example of how pretty much everything is just up for grabs with regards to whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing or a neutral thing or something else. But football provides a fantastic platform to explain to people the way these rulemaking things in courts are exactly the same. They're on display every Saturday and Sunday for weeks at a time, and in fact on other nights when they play the games. Everybody's seen it. Whatever it was, three or four years ago, everybody saw the Saints' non-pass interference call that cost them the opportunity, I think, to go to the NFC Championship game. Anyways, the non-pass interference calls right at the end of the game. The guy blew him up. Not only was it a pass interference call way early, but it was also a personal foul in that he used his helmet to spear the guy right into his own head. And so there were two very obvious penalties on the play. But what happened? There was no call. And the only thing I even found interesting about the whole uproar was that none of the sports commentators were ever allowed to discuss the fact that possibly this was a corrupt game. All they talked about it was in terms of mistakes, how we have to get it right. So we have to go to the rules committee and change the rules about what could be objected to and what can be reviewable and all this other crap. Nobody was allowed to talk about the fact that that looked pretty much to me like obvious, blatant corruption. There was some kind of bet on the game or something with regards to the point spread, and there was, it was for all to see because the two officials who were in the position to make the call, they could see it clearly. I've, I've watched it very closely, looked at all the different angles that are available on YouTube, and they could see right down the line, not to mention the fact that the head official also had a clear view of it, and he could have simply stepped in and called the personal foul or the pass interference, and that would have been it. You would have had a... Uh, accurate call, but it didn't happen. And like I said, there was no discussion of it. You couldn't discuss the idea that this was corruption for the same reason that the coaches and the players are not allowed to really discuss the refereeing and officiating in the games because they get heavily fined. And that's really all you need to know about the system to understand that the system is corrupt. It's crooked. It's does it mean that every game is fixed? No, of course it doesn't mean that. But it means that they're not really interested in having a fair game. And if you simply look at the liability of the NFL, you understand why. Because if people understood that there is no obligation for them to play a straight-up game, they're just a game. They're just entertainment. <laughs> they don't have any obligation to. Well, there's a lot of betting and everything else on it, and they don't want to disturb that. They want to keep people under the impression that this is something significantly more than wrestling. But the reality is it's only a tiny bit different than wrestling. That's all. It's just a little bit different than the wrestling you see on TV. And anybody can go to YouTube and watch just countless videos where they'll just show you example after example after example of things that are just as blatant as that one that the entire country saw in the Saints game. So now that I've laid that down and you kind of understand where I'm coming from, I want to give you an idea of when you're watching a game, how much you can learn about the legal system. And it's because there's all these basic concepts that are very similar to a constitutional right and a law. That's all these penalties are, right? Like pass interference is a great example of it, where you can't interfere with the opportunity of the receiver to catch the ball. You can't get there early. But the defense has an equal right to the ball, but he can't go through the back of the receiver to get to it. And he can't get there early. 
Well, anyone who's ever watched football sees that they're running down the sideline, and maybe they're just hand-checking one of the guys who's just grabbing his jersey, doing all sorts of crazy shit to the guy, and there's no call. There's no call at all, and the ball falls, and it's not caught. And you'll hear the announcers say, well, there you go, you watch that, but you know, I like that. I think we should let them play. Okay, so they explain that one as we should let them play. And then the next time what you'll see is a call where they call pass interference, and they'll replay it, and it'll be a very, very minor, maybe even questionable touching by the defense against the offense. And they'll come back and say, well, you know, technically that is pass interference. You're not allowed to contact them early. Okay, well, I thought we were going to let them play. I thought that was, the, that was the deal. And you can see right there with just those two simple examples, that's the same kind of thing that translates into the law while well, they have standing. And then every analysis with regards to is that evidence, was it persuasive or not? What kind of testimony we got from a witness? They must follow a law. You have a right to be free from an unreasonable search and seizure. And then you give a set of facts that are obviously are not reasonable, and they rule that it was reasonable. The same way as you get with a pass interference. It's the exact same kind of thing where you can see it on video and you say, there's nothing about that is okay under the rules. Every one of those things is a blatant violation of the rules, but it's not called. And now they even bring in the experts. They have these these paid ex-official kind of guys who come in there to try to prop the whole thing up, and everybody's seen it. They'll sit there, and for five minutes, they'll go over how this was definitely pass interference, and the call's going to get reversed, and blah, 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 on and on and on. Then they come out, and it doesn't get reversed. It doesn't get reversed, and then they just explain it away. Well, you know, the, it doesn't ever actually make any sense. That, that kind of crazy arbitrariness is the same thing you get in courts. They just pretend like a constitutional right is somehow different than the right to not have the defender come through the back of the receiver or to get there early. We've seen it. Everyone has seen it where the rule's being violated and it's not called, or where there clearly was no rules violation and they get stuck with a call. You get the same thing with holding. You get the same thing all the time, where it's highly questionable. You get shots to the head that they don't call. You get every kind of thing happens when you're watching it, and yet the rules, they don't change. And tons of times you'll see something and the outcome's very unfair. And what they'll do is they'll talk about how we need to get to the rules committee needs to look at this. Okay, so now we're going to have a rules committee and they're going to look at it. Well, again, this is just another layer, very similar to a legislative branch. We need a new regulation. We need a new law. Well, as you can see, new laws, they don't make any difference. They don't help. It's impossible to ever sort this stuff out. You can't make it such that you take the human element out. It's not possible. And all of these replays and all this other stupid crap they build in, it's just to give an illusion of accuracy, which is the same kind of thing they do on the legal side, where they act like, well, we got a Supreme Court, and they're super qualified, and we have all this briefing, and the evidence gets offered. All it ever comes down to it's just a bunch of biased bullshit. And the opinions make no more sense with any of the other opinions than any of these calls do in the football. And it's the same kind of thing when you're watching the game. You can see something where there's a blatant call. It, it's missed. It has a huge material impact on the game. And what happens? The referee will come in on their special expert on TV and he'll say, well, that's not reviewable. That's not something you can challenge. It's like, well, hold it. Why can't I challenge it when we can all see that this is materially impacting the game and the call was blown one way or the other? Oh, it's not reviewable. Does that sound familiar? That's the same kind of thing as no standing. It's just another example of how 
All of these things that go on in the law that sounds so official that people believe protects their rights is no more protecting your rights than watching a football game and seeing how many calls are both missed. They just simply don't throw the flag. That's no different than the police not bothering to arrest you. That's no different than the prosecutor deciding not to prosecute you. Everybody can see it in all of the uh, the special people who like the Clintons and the uh, the power political features. They never get arrested. Nothing ever happens to them. You see these people lie to Congress. Nothing happens, right? Nothing happens. Well, what can we do about it? Oh, it's not reviewable. <laughs> Only Congress can do so. Oh, you can't get Congress to do it. Oh, you got to go to the Rules Committee. Now we need to adjust that. See, it's, it's, it's not identical. It's identical. Special people get special privilege. It's no different than if you watch basketball, which I haven't watched in 30 years now because it's so ridiculous and corrupt. If you're a big-name player, well, you can just take 10 steps and run over three people and dunk it, and, and they, will, they won't call a foul on you. But if you're some fucking joke, you know, seventh man, white dork off the bench and you get thrown in, guess what? Every kind of foul that happens, they're going to call on you. <laughs> it just didn't happen. That's the way basketball is. Preferential treatment to the stars. That's the way the legal system is. Preferential treatment is built into it. And then they simply explain it all away, just like they do when they bring in the specialty referee who's been working for four years. Gene, can you give us a, an opinion on that? Well, uh, you know, the way the rule stated is if, it, if you contact the receiver prior to the time the ball gets there and he gives you this specific thing, it sounds so important and specific, but it doesn't actually work out in principle. I mean, the equivalent is you have a constitutional right Okay, to not be impeded catching the ball. Okay, but <laughs> what is your constitutional right worth? It's only worth whatever the referee calling the game is willing to enforce. And that's the same way it is with the police, the district attorneys, and the judges in the governmental system. It's a totally rigged system that they can explain away anything they want, just like they can in an instant replay. If you get caught, you're going to prison, even if you didn't do it, even if the evidence isn't sufficient, they'll just simply say it is sufficient, and then what do you do? Now what do you do? It's not reviewable. <laughs> oh, we, we went to the booth, we reviewed it, and they upheld the call. They said the call stands. Well, what do you mean the call sucked? Everybody could see the call sucked. Why are they letting it stand? That's the same thing with a, a joke of an appeal of a bad decision. Why are they letting it stand? Why? Well, you don't get an answer. And you're never going to get an answer, just like you don't ever get an answer from the NFL or the NBA. <laughs> they blew the call, and now you're stuck in prison for 25 years. Oh, they blew the call, you still lost a game. <laughs> See, there's no discussion is allowed about the corruption in the legal industry and the legal, quote, justice system, just like you're not allowed to discuss the corruption in professional sports and the officiating. You can't do it. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight information I provide, then support it. Go to my Patreon account and become a member. Just go to patreon.com slash thequash and sign up. I have bonus shows and material, and it's a safe place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? Well, step one is we have to get more people to understand the situation. There is no solution without that. Supporting the Quash is a way to help do that. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam have unlimited funding. I don't have the support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth. Truth they don't want people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up.
Now let's get back to the show. No discussion is allowed about the corruption in the legal industry. Just like you're not allowed to discuss the corruption in professional sports and the officiating. You can't do it. And they're almost identical all the time. And if you watch games like I do and have for decades and decades, I've seen so many of them, it's exact same pattern. This belief, and people will argue afterwards, just like they do in politics. If you listen to talk radio and sports, they'll be arguing about the call and this and how the rules committee needs to change the rule and that's not a fair rule. It's no different than listening to people argue about politics. They call in and they argue about how the Supreme Court should have taken the case and that there definitely is standing and we need to, you know, either change the rules or we need to get more people on the Supreme Court who are thinking like that or what can we do about these Supreme Court justices. They can't see that the system itself is set up to be corrupt so that special players, special people in both of the things, in both the sports and in politics and government and business can get preferential treatment. It's the same reason these guys from the NSA and the CIA and the FBI and these big corporations, they go up, they just lie their asses off to Congress all the time. Nothing happens to them. If you or I so much as make an innocent misstep when the fucking FBI or cop shows up at your door or something, they're going to come down, they're going to threaten to throw the book at you. That's what they're going to do. Because there's no obligation for them to be fair. That's just a fantasy. Why do they have to be fair? What happens to them if they're not fair? What happens? <laughs> nothing happens. Just like nothing happens to these referees. Nothing happens to them. They just keep going on. They don't kick them out. See, in the World Cup, at least I respect the fact that if the referee has a questionable game, is a bad game, then that's it. They're banned. They don't ever, they don't ever referee another game. But the, see, you don't have that happening in the NFL. You have these guys who are just hanging around and just making bad calls, and they still continue to get employed. It's no different than the bad judges, the bad prosecutors, the bad cops. Nothing happens to them because it's a closed system that they're in charge of. Well, who's in charge of the NFL officiating? The NFL. And who makes the rules? The NFL. Who enforces the rules? The NFL. It's no difference. It's the exact same thing, and you get the exact same kinds of results because when you have people who don't really have skin in the game except to keep the game running, see, everybody in the NFL, from the officials to the supposed overseeing officials to the owners in the rules committee, which are the same thing, they all have one desire, and that is to make the NFL more popular and to grow fan support and to make it make money. And on the government side, it's the same thing. Everybody in government has the same interest, and that is to keep their job, to grow a pension, and to make government more and more important, because the more important government is, the more involved it is in your life, well, then the more power those individuals have. And so I find it fascinating if people would just stop thinking about somehow you have a right to free speech or anything else. Your right to free speech is no more valid than your right to not be hit forcibly around the head and shoulders region. <laughs> and then on the opposite, it happens. And then there really wasn't a penalty. And then the person gets a penalty against him anyway. Every single aspect of the legal system is reflected in watching a simple football game. And you can just see where it's on display that the absurdity of this game having these very particular set of rules, <laughs> when you actually try to apply rules, you just run into an endless series of Barnum statements, which is all the law is as well. What does it mean to be hit forcibly? What does it mean? What does it mean to impede? Well, what does it mean? And to have every kind of excuse explaining every situation away. 
And so that's why something like this, when you see the Supreme Court tosses all these cases out and people are so shocked and running around arguing about it, to me, it just looks exactly like people running around arguing about these sporting outcomes and these non-calls and these bad calls that affect games. It's the same kind of thing. It's just that politics and this supposed legal thing is given the impression that it's for more intellectual people. And it's really just a joke to me because if you really were intellectual, you'd see that they were basically the same and you wouldn't put down people who focus on the other stuff. Now, I don't personally spend my time obsessing about any of them because they're all complete jokes. But I wanted to at least give people an idea of how Barnum statements are absolutely everywhere in every kind of human endeavor. They're everywhere and trying to get agreements totally impossible. And when you have millions and millions of people getting agreement with people about what the government should do and what freedom is and liberty and whether or not it's an interstate commerce, whether it's affecting interstate commerce, whether it's part of equal protection, not equal protection, all these things are totally as hopeless as holding calls, passing interference, um, defensive holding, whatever you want to say. It, they're all just as made up, just as totally impossible to apply equally. And you're going to have just as many disputes. The only difference is in one case, they take your money, they imprison you. And in the other one, all you do is if you're upset, you just turn the game off and go back to your life. In the political legal realm, it is your life. They inject themselves into every aspect of your life and then pretend as though there's this set of actual rules that protects you. When in fact, I've just showed you, they, they're identical. They don't actually protect you in any way. And both of the sides do not allow any discussion of the fact that these systems themselves can never work and are inherently corrupt because the people who write the rules and enforce the rules have the exact same interest and none of them are aligned with yours. <laughs> and so I hope people kind of least understand this I wanted to put that out there because I just think it's such a great example of the way the system actually works and how far it is from what people imagine it is. So, all right, that's all I'm going to say about it. You know, we're up against a serious opponent when it comes to the people who run the justice system, and that's government. And people like you and me who love freedom, we have to stick together. So I hope people would support me and go to my Patreon account, and if not, at least Share my show, subscribe, follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at US Law Review. And if you don't want to, or if you just want to follow or harass me, then don't bother, honestly. Just don't bother. And that's all I'm going to say about it today. So I hope you have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care.